Podcast, episode number four. Jason Carter along with Steve McCullum. Hey, hey. And it is a dark weekend for us. Uh, not just the action that happened on the racetrack out in Arizona this week, uh, but also uh, looking outside our window, it looks like we have a monsoon rolling in, Steve. Yeah, it was funny when you said dark weekend. I looked outside like, what? <laughs> Didn't realize you went racing. <laughs> yeah, no rain yet, but uh, dark clouds, little sprinkles last night uh, out at uh, ET Motor Motor. Park. Park. Thank you. Yeah, you're out there. I almost uh, called it motocross. Doing the mud bogs. Have a good crowd out there at the mud bogs yeah, yesterday? Yeah, it was a good crowd. Uh, Sandrags had, gosh, 20-minute wait there for a while. Lots of cars lined up. Uh, always exciting watching those guys. Am- amateurs scream down that uh, little dirt path there. Mud bogs. Uh, a lot of people there. A lot of guys went out and ran. They did some cash prizes for some runs, which made it exciting. Oh, nice. And then uh, truck pole wasn't as adventurous as in the past, but they did have one of those hydro cars. I don't, I don't know what you call them. The, I don't know. You, know. you said something to me about hydro car earlier. Yeah. I was like, cool. I got a, I got a, <laughs> I got a cool video of it at the end of the night going. So I'll post that up on its own. I'm not. I'm gonna include that separate on another video and post it up because uh, that thing's pretty spectacular. No radiators on it or anything. Really? And flames come out of the. Hood oh yeah, that's definitely deserves some video. Yeah, it takes an hour and a half to cool down. It didn't didn't go as far, but it takes an hour and a half to cool down. You know. It takes 45 minutes to get it going. <laughs> One of those things. So, uh, but no, it was, it was, I mean, it was a good crowd for a holiday week. Uh, weather ended up being nice with, uh, you know, clouds overcast and a wind came in, so it wasn't unbearable. Started at 8. Uh, got done around 11, 15, 11, 30. So there's another one here coming up in two weeks. I believe that's the 23rd. Uh, so if you guys 21st. are... 21st. 21st. Then if you guys are uh, in the East Valley and want something cheap to do, it's $10 to get in, I believe. Uh, and that's extra if you want to participate. Uh, I mean, guys take their trucks out there, you know, just... For the sand drags, they just race the sand drags against other people. Right. And some cars go slow, some cars go fast. Um, you know, so if it's just cheap entertainment, go out there, you can grill. Guys back up their trucks to the mud bogs there and grill. Just have a party. That's all you exactly. Put up tent. Guys put up tents, uh, grills going on, they watch it. Kids, uh, one of the cool things I like about it is the kids run where they get to run through the mud. You know, they run through the track at some point, you know, and uh, it's fun to watch the kids get all muddy because it doesn't look that deep until you get in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you see those kids, like, knee deep and even the adults in there, like, oh, God, my leg. People were, it was sticky last night, you know, with the wind, it was drying out. And people were getting their shoes stuck in there and then they're trying to, like, pull their shoes out and they can't get it out because it's down at the bottom. <laughs> no, sir. Not for me. Anyways, make sure you guys give us a follow on Facebook at the Racing with Jason podcast. Make sure you follow me on Twitter as well at Jason Carter 03. You can follow Steve at SMAC500. Uh, so you had a little bit earlier night than I had last night. I uh, yeah went out to uh, Southern Mexico Speedway, helped out Rue Stone um, I, with his track. Had a, a big uh, race last night out there with the Lucas Oil Power Eye 305 wing sprint cars last night. That was pretty cool. And uh, you know, it was kind of a Jason Johnson tribute night last night as well with a fireworks show. Great crowd they had out there in New Mexico. It was a really awesome yeah, crowd. That's uh, Las Cruces? Yeah, Las Cruces. Yeah. So they were like kind of, you know, walking in. The gates opened at five, I believe, last night. And they were walking. Oh, wow. Like, oh, that's pretty good, you know, crowd walking in. Because, I mean, here in Arizona, the last couple of weeks, with it being so hot, most of our fans only show up to like 730, yeah. you know, because <laughs> trying to wait for things to cool down. What but, time? What time did the race start over there? It, it, I remember it was always later. Wasn't it seven thirty or something? Yeah, we we're supposed to start seven forty-five. Uh, we we're doing the uh, the hot lap session. The track was, you know, 
you just watered the track once, and you know it was before the race and everything. Keep the motion there. So he put made it a little tacky, and then during hot laps, you can kind of see the sprint car guys, you know, kind of washing up the track and <laughs> off of turn two and turn four. But uh, the track, uh, you know, turned out to be in great shape uh, for the main events. Um, so congratulations, to all the winners out there at Southern New Mexico Speedway. Definitely yeah. looking forward to uh, getting back out there this weekend and calling a non-wing 360. So filling in for Ruben while he's over uh, doing oh. his modified tour. 360s are there this weekend? Yeah, they got oh, uh, nice. the 360s out there this weekend. Along with modifieds, it's NASCAR night there, so uh, Kenny Schrader is going to come and run a uh, his modified. So also nice. get to call super trucks. I'm pretty excited about super trucks. I know uh, one of the Thorntons, Justin Thornton, he, he's racing a super truck out there. So oh wow, this be, Saturday night. Yeah, that'll be fun to uh, go out there and see and watch. Quick, what seven hour drive, six hour drive? It was about five and a half. Yeah, I think after you know I stopped off for uh, gas on the way there um, in New Mexico, and then I got some beef jerky. Uh, oh, off the side of the road thing? No, I just oh. went to Love's and got like a big oh, Slim okay. Jim Giant original. It's like, man, I really want a Slim Jim. Slip into a Slim Jim. That's what, <sighs> I always hated Slim Jim. That's what I, I, my immediate thought to when I get a Slim Jim yeah. is I go, ooh, yes, yeah. thank you, my brother. And I, 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 don't, macho I don't buy him, but I see him in there. You know, we're about to go on a road trip, uh, me and my kids. And, uh, you know, every time I stop at some place, I'll be like, ooh, yeah, slap into a Slim Jim. Every time I get them, but I don't buy them. They're gross to me. But that was pretty cool. You know, like I said, you know, being a, kind of like a Jason Johnson tribute night, and actually had a Jeff Swindell, the uh, brother to old Slam and Sammy Swindell, was out there uh, racing out of uh, Tennessee. He had a uh, Jason Johnson throwback car. And then nice. before the main event, Royal Jones, who's actually, you know, part partners with Rue, uh, he won his heat race. And then uh, he started on the pole, I believe, for the main event last night. And before the main event, they actually threw uh, another 41 Mesilla Valley uh, wing on his car. They took his wing off and they put that wing on his car uh, right before the fireworks show. So, I mean, it was a pretty cool little deal. So, after that, yeah, they had the fireworks show. It was a good 20-minute show. Like... The freaking finale was awesome. Nice. They had like a solid fireworks show after the uh, national anthem. Then like at the end of the night, too, uh, a couple of cars like came out to the track, kind of trying to fix their stuff, you know, run some laps, and they're like shooting off more fireworks, all the extras, and <laughs> I don't know what they did, but there were some that did not explode. Well, they exploded, but not in the air, and they oh. just like you like kind of see it like coming right at you. Like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> like looked like a dome coming over me because I was down the infield getting my oh. quiet track picture or whatever. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is that? <laughs> yeah, that was a good picture, by the way. That quiet back crack track. Oh my god. That quiet crap. What? That <laughs> quiet track picture was actually pretty cool with the. Yeah, I got the lights on there. Yeah, yeah. there's a there's a lot of red red flags last night during the uh, sprint car man. I've never seen that many wing sprint cars flip in my life. That, yeah, that you, was quite a few. You texted me at uh, ten. 20 Phoenix time or so, 10.30, and uh, I was like, oh, so y'all y'all done? Because, you know, now we're different. And you're like, no, there's three more mains. Yeah, that was, right, right, that was like right after the fireworks show. We were in the middle of the fireworks show, so we did have three more mains. Man, they started 29 X mods last night, too, for 30 laps. I was like, oh, my gosh. That shit had some yeah. pretty bad wrecks on that, too. I would say, how many people finished, though? That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, they had, they had quite a few finishers that one, but there were uh, some multiple wrecks, uh, pretty hard collisions there with the, uh, the wall, turn four, which you really don't expect to see, you know. Guys hit that hard coming out of uh, turn four, but there were some pretty uh, hard crashes. But everybody did walk away A-OK from last night's event. So congratulations once again all the winners out there at Southern New Mexico Speedway. And uh, I'll be back out there this weekend and get to, get to hang out with Kenny Schrader. I actually hung out with Kenny Schrader uh, last year. Side note, quick story. Um, 
<laughs> I really haven't shared anybody. So me, uh, Brandon Brown, who, of course, the social media director, manager, digital content, whatever the hell you want to call him, <laughs> up at Chicago Lane Speedway <laughs> and uh, Route 66 race. So, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then uh, Michael, who uh, does, like, you know, fan hospitality type stuff or whatever up at the track. Uh, I totally whiffed on his last name. Starts with a B. Sorry, Michael, if you're listening. <laughs> Love you, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, we went to uh, watch... Um, I believe the Power Eye midgets were in town, or maybe in some non-wing series, or maybe it was the Power Eye 360s. I don't remember what it was, but uh, the Modifieds ran too, and uh, Schrader and Wallace, they raced, and uh, Schrader ended up winning his main event, and then afterwards, me, Michael, and Brandon, we all went to um, Steak and Shake, because 24-7 or whatever, and uh, Schrader walked in there, and uh, he just kind of like walked over, he was like, oh, hey, a couple of you guys made it out here, you know, whatever, he's like... Then you like sat down right behind our table. We literally talked shop for a good hour and a half or so. And we were just, you know, talking about, you know, dirt racing, NASCAR racing and everything. He's like, you know, what would you guys do if y'all could run it, you know, for a day? And he's like, oh man, yeah. And then uh, he actually like got her meal for us too, which is totally unexpected. And his, uh, like marketing girl he was with, she was like, this is the most fun he's had in a long time. It's like, I could tell like, you know, just him being able to talk to regular people instead of like, oh, hey, can I get a picture? Can I do this? You know? So that was cool. Well, I mean, just not just that, but yeah, then everybody wants to talk to him about, you know, can only, no matter how much you're into it, you can only talk so much of something. Without, well, without well I feel like most people too. They bring up like the random story. Oh yeah. man, remember ten years ago when we, we yeah. he did that thing down in Atlanta? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what? Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's I know that person's gonna post on Facebook. He remembered. No, he yeah, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's the big thing that he did that he'll always remember. You know, like a big win. It's always like I remember you passed so and so and turned four to finish fourth. And <laughs> or, or they'll talk about they, that time they met him in the pits or something like that. Yeah. I, I met you at Walmart. You know, signing autographs back then. You know, <laughs> yeah. In two thousand and three, yeah, it was our, our first. You remember that? You remember that? Walmart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, he remembered me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So well, that's cool. He's gonna be there. That's uh, pretty exciting. Me and the kids are gonna try to get down there but depends how the week goes but I'm probably not going to make it so I didn't know 360 were going to be down there that'd be kind of fun to watch yeah, definitely fun to watch. Non-wing? Yep, the non-wing guys. No, I love my non-wing guys. Got to represent those douchebags, I guess you can say, right? That's, <laughs> what, everybody, that's what everybody else calls them, so. <laughs> yeah, right. I, every, time, every time I talk to somebody about sprint car drivers, like, I just don't like sprint car drivers. Like, why? Like, they're just all douchebags. I was like, eh, maybe that's why I fit yeah. in so much with them, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I, I equate them to fighter pilots. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, they're I guess all I cocky. See they all, you know, they all, they're better than all the other drivers out there. <laughs> they're all cocky. Well, they are. All, all right. <laughs> It's like Maverick, you know. Goose, I just like <laughs> don't leave your wingman looking good. Yeah. I think uh, I think Guile. I, I talked to Real last night. I asked him if Dennis was coming. I think he said Dennis Guile was going to be out there too, running this weekend. I know he did uh, last month. He ran out there with those guys. So get a little hometown feel. So I'll let you keep you posted on how he does. Oh, that'd be good to see him out there next week. But uh, really, not a whole lot of stuff going dirt. Shallow got rained out last night. That kind of sucks. So. I've never, yeah, I've never been up to Shello, but I always hear like good things about the track, but it seems like every time I see there's a race going on, it just gets rained out. <laughs> like well, That's what I was telling you. It's like Prescott, or uh, yeah, it was Prescott, right, at the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. It's like anytime there's a summer show, especially this time of year, being our monsoon season, you, you and you don't know it's going to rain until you like, drive three does, hours yeah. to get there. So you leave you know, Phoenix at 1 o'clock to go up there to see a race, and... 
get all the way up there and you know you beat the rain up there and an hour later and rain comes pouring down and nothing you can do about it so um, yeah I'd like to go see a race up there at one point I know it got rained out and there's some controversy going on with that right now so I heard about last night at the mud box but I guess it's all hitting the fan now I yeah, just check out Facebook if you want to see that. I'm going to stay out of this one. I said I would stay out of this one, so I'm staying out of this one. Not, not going to get any opinion on anything. It's all over Facebook, whether it has to do with the track, has to do with personal lives. It's it's out there. So just scroll your Facebook news feed because chances oh. are you're friends with somebody. Yeah, it should, never go, something. should never go personal. But the main thing is, is you got to give money people their money back. Like, you know, if, the, if the same people aren't racing again, you got to give them their money back. That's all I'm going to say about it. You know, is I understand the policies and stuff, but you know, the racers and the fans are the lifeblood of this industry, and you gotta take care of them, do the right thing. Yep. So there you go. Simple enough. That's all I know about any and everything. I actually didn't read it. I just heard gist of it and everything and and all that. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, track track promoters. I understand you're gonna lose a lot of money in a rain out. Sorry. That's part of your job, you know. I we run businesses, right, Jason, and mm-hmm. uh, we don't always make money. We always do the right thing, and doesn't mean you doing the right thing isn't making a profit. It's taking care of the people so they come back. So. It's like going to Vegas; you got to spend it to make it, right? <laughs> That's what they always say. So I, I'd love to make money on everything I do, but sometimes you have to do the right thing and take it in your shorts to take care of it. But yeah, it'd be nice to see a race up there at some point. Um, plus, it also they always race, you know, when there's other things going on down right, there, right, right, and stuff like that so that's why you never really get up there but uh, yeah it'll be you know like I said mud box again in another couple weeks uh Casa Grand's running Central Arizona Speedway is running this weekend right yes Central Arizona Speedway is racing this weekend which I'll give you that a little bit later on let you know what's going on with uh, yeah. those guys and then everybody's pretty much dark until and then end of July the week after that we have a uh, canyon or no two weeks after that that's two weeks yeah, end of July 28, yeah. 28 canyons running so and then ET again in August 13th or something August 18th, 18th. Gosh, get your dates right Steve I know. get your dates right I don't even know what date is right now man <laughs> uh, you know I don't even know what the date is today. Is it July 4th yet? July 8th. <laughs> yeah, so. But uh, you, did you get to see any of that NASCAR race last night? Because I know you were calling it. So. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it, uh, you know, on my phone or whatever. Kind of kept up with it through Twitter. I did watch uh, Friday night's uh, race before I went out uh, for the evening. Because, I mean, that race started like 4 o'clock yeah, here in Arizona. Right. I was like, it was a 100 lap race, you know, super quick, right? Like, you know, I, I met for happy hour and everything at yeah, 4, 4, 4.30 or something ridiculous like that and sat down I sat on TV and I was like oh man they're replaying this <laughs> and I was like oh no that's the real thing <laughs> yeah so uh, Friday night in the Xfinity race Kyle Larson back to back wins there in the Xfinity series uh, besting Elliot Sadler uh, Christopher Bell another one of our guys Ryan Blaney and uh, Kaz Gralla coming home in fifth and that was actually cool story about Kaz Gralla's car it was actually a backup uh, not a backup car a show car for Stuart Haas Racing a show car? Yeah, it was about to become a show car. Yeah, nice. And they wrecked out their car in Chicagoland, so they actually, like, got the car from, like, Stuart Haas. I don't know if Tony gave it to him or what the yeah, deal was. I think Tony actually gave it to him. Yeah, probably. I believe. And he came home uh, fifth on that hot rod, so uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Actually, t- uh, interviewed Kaz Growla after his Daytona win last year when he won the Truck Series uh, in his uh, first Truck Series win. So that was a he's, he's a good kid out, out of Boston, you know. They're they're in what Kansas? This uh, do the trucks race in Kansas? Uh, Kentucky this weekend. Okay, I'm sorry, Kentucky. Yeah, not Kansas. Uh, to me, Kansas and Kentucky is the same. Yeah, usually the trucks do run in Kentucky. 
Kentucky, they have Eldora, believe, right? Yeah, they do Kentucky, and then they go to uh, Eldora and do that race. So yeah. they got a full weekend coming up. And then, uh, yeah, last night, the old uh, Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series Crash Fest. <laughs> Typical restricted, Daytona. Yeah. typical restricted plate racing, if you ask me. I don't know why everybody's all pissed off at my boy Ricky Stenhouse. <laughs> well, he caused two, tra- two wrecks, Jason. <laughs> well, I just don't know if it's because people want to make his name Ricky Spinhouse, which I saw a lot of people hashtagging yeah. Ricky Spinhouse last night. They did. It's like, I didn't see Jamie McMurray get this much shit when he, you know, took out half the field, like, at every restricted plate race ever. Because, I mean, Jamie McMurray, he does that. Like, last year, he caused, like, three big ones in the Daytona 500. He didn't get that much uh, hate on him. I, well, I was hating on him. So, I I, well, I was off and on on it because I was filming last night. And, it, you know, when you film at the, at the uh, mud bogs and the dirt track and all that, you know, you're all over the place. So, you don't have – you're not really just standing there. Um, but, I mean, he won it last year. He won this Daytona race last yeah. year, so he's obviously was being eyeballs on him to, to repeat. Won the first two stuff. stages actually, even yeah. with you know crashing half yeah. the field. It's it's funny to me how there's two thirty car wrecks in the race, and yet you know thirty cars still end up finishing. I know, right? <laughs> well, that's why you know when you said who the winner was, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, well by default, <laughs> right? <laughs> Somebody's got to win it. <laughs> what do you do if all cars get in an accident and none of them are repaired? That's all I want to see. I want to see that they're making these cars. Way too sturdy for Daytona. They, I want to see like these guys just like suck it up. Cause I mean, you look, you have like a picture pulled up right now where it's like those cars aren't making out, but you know, half those cars ran. <laughs> yeah. Know, they continued yeah. on like the 88 right there. He yeah. finished a uh, 10th, I believe did a hour spoken. Yeah. So yeah. Out of two saw. There, there's some pretty neat pictures out there of the crashes last night with sparks flying everywhere. And that's one thing about Daytona. I do like is, you know, I know you're not a big restrictor plate fan, but I think it brings a different element to the sport you know, and, and the Bush brothers are right on top of complaining about Stenhouse and the way the track was run and everything because they didn't get their way. They don't they don't specialize in that bunched up thing. They want to get out in front and, you know, catch up to people that I mean, run behind I'm them. I'm pretty so. sure you have a legit beef if you get crashed. And, I mean, Kyle Bush's comments are great when he said, hey, I don't understand, you know, the guy caused the first wreck, caused the second wreck. So, I mean, I thought that was pretty funny that he you know, came and said that. And then Kurt Busch. I mean, the best thing to me, research bike racing, was when Tony Stewart had his, like, meltdown back in 08. And, like, literally straight face was like, do we meet meet our quota for race cars today? He's <laughs> right. like, you know what they should, should do? Ten laps to go, just make half the field, split them, have them half go backwards, half go the right way. And, like, it's great. Like, Well, see, you don't have a problem with the following comment from Kurt, Kurt Busch on his Twitter. You know, thank you, everybody. It's Stuart House Racing Car Was Fast. Sucks we got caught up in the hashtag Stenhouse DD, which stood for Demolition Derby. But it's a product of him being 17th in points and racing for every point. That's his job. All right, so that right there... That's bullcrap, is what I'm saying. I mean, that's just him being pissed off, having an event on Twitter. Did he tag? He didn't tag him. He just hashtagged it. Well, he, well, you know, he, he, has, he, he created hashtag Stenhouse DD Demolition Derby. Don't be a pussy. At least at somebody if you're gonna yeah. do it. That's my that's my thing. If you're gonna do it, yeah. just at somebody. All right. Like that's always been my main thing when it comes to Twitter. When people will just say don't at me, like they say something controversial, yeah. like don't at me. It's like okay, no, at the guy. Like I'm like whenever I see somebody like talk shit about somebody, he's like how come you not at you know Ricky Stenhouse? <laughs> 
I'm going to at this guy. I'm going to at Kyle Bush. He just wanted to say it just to say it. Didn't want them to see it. <laughs> I mean, Stenhouse was winning the race there for a while. I mean, didn't he lead like 50 laps or something like that? Yeah, he won the first two stages. Yeah, yeah. Of the race. So, I mean, so, it, I mean, it's not like he was like eight well, laps down. So, and... the, the first one, when William Byron took the lead, who was actually not picked for last night, he took the lead right before the first one and threw a block on Keselowski. And Kozlowski had to check up, and he got tagged. Which I mean, and that I mean, that's just the deal. Like you got you got to find somebody to you got to find somebody to blame, right? So, you know, Kozlowski, you know, he got crashed. With the other one, it was really weird. Like Dell Jr. was trying to explain how Stenhouse was trying to trying to side draft Kyle Busch while Kyle Busch was like pretty much on the outside of William Byron. Yeah, like that's not a right time to side draft somebody, you know? Like, but but a lot of these guys don't know how to side draft, which is good. And I wish I would have seen the race because Junior was a side drafting guy. Mm-hmm. Like, that was his, you know, he was really good at that. A lot of these guys don't know. The Bush brothers don't know how to side draft or do any of that stuff. That's why they want to get out in front. They want to use their speed. Well, Kyle or, was making it work. I mean, yeah. you, you would think, you know, running second on the racetrack, you wouldn't be involved in the big wreck. Yeah, but <laughs> Which it, is I usually, mean, you know, the good the good area to, to be I mean, when Stenhouse, it comes to plate racing. Yeah. I mean, Stenhouse took credit for it. You know, he said after the race, you know, quote, it was fun for a while. I was frustrated with myself for causing crashes like that. You know, you don't ever want to really do that. For us, my car was a lot of fun to drive. Everybody else had a lot of handling issues, and my car drove really good and had really good speed. And then he went on to, you know, well, his talk car to definitely his got a little tight when I went up to Kyle Busch because he did not follow the tire tracks of William Byron. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it wasn't handling that good on that but, one. But that's the thing about restrictor plate racing, man. You roll up against the side of somebody there, and you get in that side wind. I mean, you're gonna go squirrely. And the especially in the corner too. Like yeah. I mean, they were doing it in the corner. Which the, the highlights I saw, there was a lot of guys that were back ends were going out on them and they weren't crashing because they were banging into the car next to them and, and then getting control again. And that's you know? always kind of been like the MO too. Like Talladega and Daytona are like two different kind of plate tracks. Like Daytona's always been that one where like guys just, you know, get loose and gets really, I don't know if it's because of the sand, you know, right by the beach and yeah. the sand kind of burrows into them. Yeah. But uh, it's always been one of those tracks where, you know, stuff like that happens. I did like, you know, uh, Brad Keselowski after the race, you know, when they interviewed him, he's like, well, Everybody's throwing blocks, so next time somebody blocks, I'm yep. just going to drill them. Like, well, that, you, you want it? Here's what happens. Which I mean, that's the only that's, reason people watch Daytona Talladega anyways. Just see the big I one. Know. And that, that's the whole point of restricted plate racing, right? So they don't get spread out. You know, it's different than you know the Chicagoland race where they were banging and stuff, but they were spread out. You know, guy yeah. had the it field was natural. Was down. It was more natural. I like yeah. uh, Christopher Bell's comment on Twitter after that. Where you know Miller race, he said, and they want more plate racing because you know that they wanted to throw that plate package around the All Star race yeah. at every track. <laughs> he said he wants more. No, he said, and the fans want more plate racing. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I'm telling course, you, man, fans, fans are eating that stuff. I'm telling you, fans eat that stuff. Oh, and they do. I think. I think it has its place, meaning, you know, so maybe two, three, four races a year, you know, it'd be those specialty races. Um, but overall, it, it can't be the every week racing package. Yeah, Christopher Bell's tweet like said, and everybody want, everyone wants restrictor plates at every track with the laughing emojis. Yeah, no, no. I I mean, Daytona can be one. You know, I don't know any other Daytona, titles. Talladega, Talladega, those are two. If you want to yeah. do a three all-star race, by all means, do it. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, it, it's like Sonoma. You know, you don't need it, but it brings a nice change yeah. to the track. So, you know, especially after, you know, Chicagoland where it was wide open, guys were racing and speeding. But, you know, if you're going to be a champion, Kyle Busch, you know, 
You got to be able to compete in all facets of Stop the... hating on Kyle Busch. Why are oh, you hating so much on Kyle because Busch? Because it annoys me that he's like, oh, man, the Stenhouse DD. You know, that was Kurt Busch. Oh, I'm sorry. Get your Busch's right. I always get them confused. They both, I don't know, drive me nuts. But, like, uh, but you know, it's like, it's your job to avoid him also. So, don't be blaming him. Well, I mean, when it happens, it happens. You're not going to avoid it. It's unavoidable. It happens every at every plate track. I know. And I think two of the night, though, from last night goes out to Bubba Wallace. Because Eric Jones, well, I don't know if you mentioned Eric Jones one. That Jones boy, as Ken Squire would say, <laughs> uh, picked up his first ever career win. The young guy, which, of course, there were comments that came out last week from the uh, International Speedway Court president who pretty much said the reason why we're lacking in ticket sales is because these young kids aren't, you know, hold up there in the bargain and they're not winning. We're trying to hype up these youngsters and they're not winning. So then Bubba Wallace last night said, big congrats to Eric Jones. Way to will it for the young guys. <laughs> Bet old ISC Prez is enjoying some crow for dinner tonight. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Which I find funny, yeah. you know, because pretty much ISC is owned by NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. The, the Twitter... Interactions they're, are just great. Their family owns it, right? Like it's it's a family owned business. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So that like NASCAR pretty much runs ISC. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, SMI is its own little deal too. Uh, yeah, but it's owned by family. It's been by. But it's you know that that's run by uh, Bruton Smith. So yeah, but like and uh, Smith and Brian France have always butted heads. So when it comes they need to, to stop saying the young crowd. I mean. Never in the sport. Who who were some of the young guys back in the day? Jeff Gordon. Yeah, like but back know, in the day, never, it was only like one young guy who came. You know, and yeah, it was like Jeff Gordon. He was Dame, how, the Wonder Boy. Everybody hated him. Yeah, and everybody you either liked him or you hated him because you were either old school or young. Yeah, school. and that's when more of the fans, you know, started liking you know Earnhardt more. Yeah, yeah. over. You know, Jeff Gordon, and it was like Jeff yeah, Gordon was getting booed. But then the young guys who were starting to watch NASCAR, they were all about Jeff Gordon. I mean, I was about yeah. Jeff Gordon when he started, you know, because that's when I started watching. And he was winning. My, that's, I remember that's what I mean. Like, my dad was all about Earnhardt. I was like, why are you like that guy? He don't win. <laughs> yeah, the young guys rarely come into the sport or any sport and come in and win and dominate. And but stuff, now it's so. just you have so many of them, you expect, you know, yeah. more of those guys to win. But, yeah, you're seeing, you know, Martin Truex. Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch has a you know NBC named them the Big Three last yeah, week. But what but tracks do Truex win on? He wins on the long. He wins on the mile and a half tracks. Yeah. You know, he Kyle does. Busch wins a mile and a half. Yeah. Kevin Harvick, mile and a half. You know, short tracks like they're they're dominating the season, and these young guys aren't. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, Kyle Larson last weekend, you know, finished second. You know, for the young guys, was looking good. Um, in that yeah. race, I mean, <laughs> yeah. looking good for Chevy. By the way, I mean Chevy, they just got to fix their stuff. I kind of deemed, I saw uh, the NASCAR on heat cover came out this week, has all four Hendrick guys on the cover. So really? I think that might be the curse of the cover now, <laughs> kind of like the Madden curse. Like that explains why they suck to see, this year. But isn't it all, it's not what they have in there right now. It's all R&D and, you know, because like when Toyota first got into NASCAR, they were god awful. And now look at them. But that's because, you know, um, Gibbs and those guys put so much money into R&D. Right. To, and, you know, they did just up, switch so. over the car to, to, the, uh, to the Corvette, yeah. so. I mean, yeah. their only win came on, you know, Austin Dillon punting Amarillo out of the way of the Daytona 500. That, so. That's the curious thing about Ford next year with changing the car and everything. I mean, it's going to be a big change for those guys. And at least uh, Toyota's doing the right thing, I think, by putting their new car into Xfinity only to test it out first. Dude, have you seen the pictures of that? Yeah. The Toyota Supra coming back. Uh, I guess it hasn't been sold since, what, 2003? Uh, yeah, early, early 2000, yeah. And, uh, they're they're going to start selling it again. Yeah, they're going to start selling again and bring it into NASCAR and it is a sweet looking 
whip. Like, that car just looks badass. The thing that, I mean, the the picture we saw was the red and white. Yeah, like, that front end just looks awesome. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what the different color schemes that mm-hmm. come out on it, how it looks. But I like that red, I like the way they came out with the red and white. But, but they're doing the right thing. They're coming out with it in the Xfinity series, you know, and then I'm sure it'll roll out over time on everything yeah, but you, you gotta get the super in the cup series you can't have the Camry out there waxing guys asses right <laughs> <laughs> well I'm sure it's gonna go that way at some point you know they but they got tested out and you know Ford's just doing a standard change at the end of the year right is it this year or next year they're doing it uh, are they what are they bring the Mustang in yeah. now I, I can't remember yeah cause they're dumb selling four Tauruses yeah, after this four, year. Where are they driving now? The Focus, right? Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, Focus, yeah. So, um, but Fusion? no, it looks is good. It so, <laughs> you know, but that's the thing, you know, to target it out there and, you know, young kids are going to fall in love with those Toyota teams with that car. There's no doubt about that because it's something you haven't seen before. It's, you know, futuristic. The young kids are going to love it and, and all that stuff. So The best um, thing about Toyota being NASCAR is just everybody that gets so pissed off that Toyota is in NASCAR. <laughs> I don't joke. Wait, wait, what? No, sorry. I'm like, what? No, like everybody, yeah. get, everybody gets all pissed off that Toyota's yeah. NASCAR still. Like, oh, yeah. uh, last Toyota, they got to be in NASCAR. But Joe you know? Gibbs like, Racing is the only one, you know? Joe but, Gibbs Racing is pretty much the only one that, they are the only ones that run them in Xfinity. But even then, isn't there only other one other team in? Yeah, I mean, they the have Furniture Racing, which is a good yeah. satellite team. I mean, yeah. they're winning and most of the races. They won over half the races this year with those yeah. two drivers. So. So, so Toyota's not, I mean, Toyota's in NASCAR because if so, them cars right ford and chevy are in nascar for i don't know why but, but toyota's in there specifically I, to sell cars. i just love the guys who are like toyota that stupid japanese model yeah, yeah. but then it's like people are like you know like their trucks the only like truck actually made in texas like actually made in america <laughs> they just go back and forth on that which i think is hilarious i mean because the get off my lawn crowd it's just great right like you, you gotta gotta love them Gotta love them. Yeah, I mean, see, I mean, in Toyota, from a business standpoint, you know, I mean, the uh, Toyota division marketing vice president comes out and flat out says, NASCAR has, NASCAR has really served us well from a Camry perspective. We're still in the car business. Some of the other guys, car manufacturers, have decided they're going to be in the SUV and truck business. If that's not a direct shot at their competitors for cars, you know, with these other NASCAR tracks out there and everything, you know, that's that's the exciting part. And that's what makes so. sense, too, for, you know, Chevy to, like, all right, we, we're going to stick with our Corvette and, you know, our Camaro. We're going to have the Camaro be our car now. And, you know, for Ford, they're going to, you know, move over to the Mustang eventually. That's going to be their car. Like... Well, they're, they're not making any other smaller cars. Yeah. They're getting rid of that business completely. So, but those cars look tough. I like that. The Super looks tough. I hate like seeing you know, in the like, Xfinity series, like well, the, the, the Corvette and the Mustang, yeah. and then the Camry. It's like well, it's, <laughs> one of these well, is not like the other. <laughs> here's the other positive from another business standpoint. And I didn't read this anywhere. I'm just going out on a limb on this with what I feel is um, with so many sponsors and everybody leaving NASCAR right now. You know, for Toyota to double down at this point and bring in the Super now that they're coming out with and using it as a marketing perspective on that, it's pretty it's pretty exciting for for them to get it out there again. And that's the one thing I feel like a lot of people don't understand is how much money you know Toyota is bringing into NASCAR when they do. Uh, I mean, you go you know out here to uh, you know Phoenix and it's Toyota is everywhere. Yeah everywhere like Chevy isn't bringing anything just bring a little stage you know showing off some cars Toyota brings like a freaking Ferris wheel some games Ford they don't 
have anything out there. I don't think. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a Ford display. Uh, actually, I saw one out Eldora last year, and I thought it was like the weirdest thing. I was like, huh, that's odd. I've never seen a Ford display at any NASCAR track I've been to. Like, they, Toyota's just put they money just, into this. And well, they have their sign up, and then they have like cars and trucks out there that you can mm-hmm. look at. You know, uh, some you know some good looking girl standing there. Right. And you can ask her questions about it. And she's, she's like, I don't know. know. I know. <laughs> well, you know that. Well, that's the, that's what I'm saying from that perspective. It's just Toyota's pumping money into NASCAR, and they see the value in it with a lot of people leaving and like you said Ford and I mean I, I don't even think Chevy I don't think I've ever seen a Chevy sign out at a, at a NASCAR track to be see, Chevy uses that. like the stage Ford I, I've, no, I've never seen a Ford that's what I've never seen I've never seen Ford no, like, we were Phoenix Chevy, last year they, they, they do had, like the Chevy stage but Ford like I don't think they do anything they had like that little sight thing at uh, the Phoenix track they had a little sight thing where they had cars sitting there and stuff yeah. you, we're, you, I can't remember what you were doing when I saw it but yeah no so Toyota is doubling down which is the exciting thing to see because Lowe's is leaving the sport next year and um, you know guys having problems finding sponsors right now so and that is the exciting thing to see the sad thing is though fans just still can't adapt it's still a get off my lawn crowd so I can understand where the uh, nice American person uh, can be upset. Uh, you know, forget about the Ford being made in Canada or Mexico. Right, they, yeah. <laughs> Toyotas are more made in America than Ford and Chevy are right now. Well, I'm pissed because they're Japanese. Ah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like, so last week, uh, you know, I do have to once again thank Brandon Brown over at Chicagoland hooking up my, uh, my uncle and my cousin with some tickets for the race last week. And you know, my uncle calls me. And he called me a few times. So I was like, maybe. I'm pretty excited about the race, I guess, you know, so I finally answered it. For, for Chicago land, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, because it was an exciting race. I mean, you remember we talked yeah. about last week when we were watching the race, you know, even last week on the show, we talked about how the race was, you know, a good race throughout. And my uncle calls like, yeah, that race was fucking bullshit, man. That was the most boring race I've ever been to. I was like, what? Like, what race were you watching? Like, were you watching the race? Like, were you up in the stands? Like, where were you at? Like, where this race was boring, you know? He's like, the finish was the only thing good, but that son of a bitch should have been disqualified. Like, all right, whatever, you know? And I, and I talked to you after you talked to him, and I was like, I can almost understand that because he might not have seen, you know, from his from a perspective in the stands, if you weren't listening to it, like I was telling you, was the end of stage two probably didn't register to people sitting in the stands like it did on television. Yeah, I think if you don't have like a headset on or something like that, yeah. you don't really sure what's going on. But my cousin, when he called me, he's like, oh man, that race was great. That was the best mile and a half yeah. race I've seen in a long time. But my yeah. uncle, oh, I think my uncle, he doesn't really watch a lot, you know? He just yeah, kind of wants yeah. like the handouts when they come to town. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, so I can understand if you weren't listening to the race broadcast, you know, you, you might have just been like, oh, it's just two guys racing. You might not have seen them, you know, banging and pushing up against the wall. But yeah, no, when you told me that, I was like, really? Like... <laughs> But speaking of uh, some other forms of racing, uh, IndyCar had themselves a race today at Iowa, uh, which I guess ended in controversy. Uh, James Hinchcliffe, who missed the Indy 500, ended up winning the uh, race there, the Iowa Corn 300, whatever the heck they want to call it. Um, <laughs> Is that what it's called? Caution came out with about six laps to go. And I guess people were told, hey, we're going to go back to green flag racing, so we're going to open up pit road. They opened up pit road, didn't go back to racing, so a couple of guys who were going to finish on the podium didn't finish on the podium, <laughs> and uh, they were not too happy about it. So, uh, yeah, bum deal right there, but congrats to uh, James Hinchcliffe, I guess. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, we were reading the stuff on that, and I mean, understandably, a lot of drivers and teams are upset at the race, you know, the race director for making that call. And I, I get thinking you can open it up, but if there's any doubt, you don't know, you do not and then, let those guys I guess had like a scoring issue with some new software which yeah. I mean you should test that stuff out I think I don't know but <laughs> well, I mean, hey, it is the fail, Iowa Corn 300 alright I got yeah it. I was gonna say I think oh my god you were right but I if software fails though you gotta throw like a red flag and get it right 
right, you know? You gotta, like, yeah. do something to not make those laps count. Like, you know, we always, I mean, obviously dirt track racing, the, lap, the caution laps don't yeah, count, but, but even if there is an issue, we will still throw it, like, alright guys, hey, look, I need you guys to stop on the track right now. So-and-so, you need to go here. So-and-so, you need to go here just because of something, like, happens or whatever. But uh, one of the, the one of the drivers that ended up not being on the podium, I don't remember who it was, said that with one to go, there was still a wing debris on the track. So yeah. they, they weren't getting it cleared fast enough, which is what they wanted to no, do. That was Robert Wickens. Yeah, so it'd be one thing if the track was cleared and then they couldn't go green because of software. That would be a whole different thing. But they didn't even get it cleared. So, and that, I mean, it costs two guys, a, you know, a pretty nice paycheck in there, and I'm sure they have bonuses tied to it and everything, and the race director just, in my opinion, just basically messed up today. Yeah. You know, he should have kept, even then, keep the pits closed, and then when you're not sure, let him pit, you know, and then if you're, you know, with five or four to go, you can let him pit real quick if they want to, and then run back out, but costing guys positions because of a off-the-track management mistake is kind of a, yeah, a joke. Yep, I reckon it happens, and uh, kind of sucks when it does because it gives a black eye. Anyways, that's all the time we got for this weekend. Kind of a uh, short little nothing going week on here, not a whole lot going on. I'll be uh, out Southern Mexico Speedway this weekend, uh, announcing that race uh, with uh, the modifieds and wing sprints and yeah. super trucks and some other things. I think, and uh, you'll be on vacation. Yeah, so. I've got a I've got a break coming up. I'm gonna. Unless something happens while I'm on the thing, I'll be avoiding racing for the next uh, couple of weeks until I get back for the mud box and, and all that good stuff on the 21st, or I think you said the 21st. All right, well, make sure you guys share us uh, on your however you're listening to us, Podbean, we're on iTunes. Uh, after next week, I can apply for my Spotify spot because you have to have five episodes to get on Spotify. Oh, do you? Yeah, I, I tried, like, you have to have five episodes. Your, your <laughs> podcast sucks. I was like, whatever. <laughs> this podcast is awesome, and it's only awesome because of you people out there listening to it. And uh, we will get guests. I know I have. A lot of people are actually like, hey, man, we'll be your podcast. We'll be your podcast. We will get uh, guests lined up here in the future. Yeah, try to figure out how we do that. But then don't forget about the Jason six-pack episode. Um, the one last week's up, I thought it was pretty cleverly put together. Yeah, Larry Brigner, that one is finally <laughs> up. Had to put that one together a little bit there. Uh, got Steve Sabowski. Very funny interview. We have Steve Sabowski. I'm pretty sure he was you know, into a 30-rack. <laughs> for my six pack <laughs> so he, he was already way past me when the interview happened <laughs> yeah that'll be out uh, Thursday for that one and then uh, we'll go from there alright well thank you guys for listening God bless you God bless the troops and God bless America